All right. Welcome to the Shout Out Atlanta podcast. We hope it'll become a part of your daily routine because in just 15 minutes a day, you'll learn two life lessons, one for your personal life and one for your professional life from some of the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives in town. All right. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining us again. If you haven't already, please leave us a review or subscribe. It would mean the world to us. We are working really hard and we want to keep bringing you these interviews with some of the city's most amazing folks. Your support is what makes it possible. So we are thrilled to introduce you to Elizabeth Blake Thomas, storyteller and TV film director. And a fun fact about Elizabeth is that she lives on a boat with her daughter, her dog, and her duck. So she is quite the interesting person. I think um, you're really going to enjoy hearing from her. And so, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us. If you'd do us the pleasure of kicking it off with your story and how you got to where you are today. Well, you are right. I am currently sitting on a boat with my dog, my two ducks, and my daughter is not far from here. And I am looking out at the most beautiful horizon, feeling incredibly blessed because it has taken me a good 10 years to get to this specific place. And I mean metaphorically as well as physically. And so a brief outline of my story would be that I'm obviously British. You can hear that from my accent. And I had this passion burning inside of me from a very young age to direct. And that was actually theater. I directed theater in the UK. And then I had my daughter who became an actress age four. I just think because she was influenced by everything that I was doing. And I became a mum who supported her in her endeavors in TV and film. And somebody suggested that we should come over to America you know, this is where LA was where the acting was and I should bring my daughter here. I didn't really take it seriously other than I thought that'd be a lovely place to visit and I loved traveling. Well, when we arrived, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the people, the weather, obviously, and the whole situation. And my daughter was fortunate enough to get an agent out here. And so it seemed the most common sense thing to do was to try and get her to have a career here and in the UK. But actually, the time difference and being so far away meant that things were very difficult for that. And I had to make a choice. Well, the choice was taken from me because she actually got a fantastic film. And that was the beginning of us moving over here and being here. Um, A lot of personal things happened whereby it meant that actually this was one of the best decisions I ever made was by bringing us over here. And so whilst I was on her set, one of the directors actually asked me if I would like to help direct one of the other actresses because they knew I was a theatre director. So I did and I helped and I really enjoyed it. And I got back into my writing. I got back into, you know, I'd only taken a few years off by supporting her. And I realized how much I loved being in the in that world, the acting world, not not necessarily the TV and film world. I hadn't understood that yet, but the acting world. And um, we went to a few film festivals and I met a director there who actually became a very good friend of mine. And uh, he said that I should be a director. And I said, how do I do that? And he said, you just say you're a director. So I did. And that was the beginning of my acting. 
acting uh, film TV career, you know, the taking that acting role as a director and taking it from theater and converting it into film and TV. And yes, here I am now on a boat uh, talking to you about my wonderful journey. All right. Thank you for sharing your story. And I don't want to interrupt too much. Like we shared earlier, this podcast is all about us getting out of the way to give you a chance to share two gems of wisdom, lessons that you've learned, one lesson from your professional life, one lesson from your personal life. And so let's start with your professional life lesson. Um, If you can share one lesson with us and give us all the fun details of the story about how you learned that lesson. A story that I learned from my professional life would be something that actually almost correlates with my personal life because I try to bring the way I live my life into my professional life. So I was someone that was incredibly busy. I always had lots to do. I filled my time. I was always on my way to the next film festival, making the next movie. Uh, there There was never enough time in my day. I mean, my podcast is out. I've written my books. And even now, I'm constantly working towards that next project. But I think something that resonates very true with my existence from a professional and personal existence is the realizing that it's okay not to do everything. And what I mean by that is I have high expectations of myself and I have high expectations of what I achieve in my life. But when I realized that actually those goals that I wanted to get to, like finishing my first film or now making five feature films or getting into festivals, when I had done that, I realized that all I wanted was the next step anyway. So it made me reconsider my journey. It made me look at why was I doing things? What was important to me? Why, were I, why was I making these decisions? So the professional moment was when I had done everything and got to a level of, okay, I'm now going to the next level. And I realized that that next level was just going to lead to the next level, which was going to lead to the next level. So actually, it's not about getting to that next level that's the priority. It's the journey that's important, getting there. And that, as I said, is a professional as well as a personal thing. Each day, what is my journey? Am I stopping and remembering that journey? Am I thinking about that journey? Am I acknowledging that journey? And it's good to fill your day, to be busy and do everything, but not just because it's about getting to the end of that goal or the end of that day. It's about that embracing of that journey as you go through those goals. Thanks for sharing. I, uh, I know it's not always easy to go back and share these personal stories with the world. Um, and so definitely appreciate you being so open with us and, um, and you know, now maybe we can jump into a lesson that you've learned from your personal life. So what is that lesson and what's the story behind the lesson? I think we've all had one similarity cross our paths over the last 18 months to two years. And we've all been put in a certain situation where we've been affected by what I like to call the great pause. Uh, you know, life 
was no longer something that we were in control of once COVID hit us all. And we were put in a position of being unsure about how life was going to affect us. What was the next month, six months, year going to look like? And I know for me, having gone from that busy life, as I explained in my previous story, to suddenly being made to sit and not being able to go anywhere, do anything, see anyone, literally sit on my boat and not move, was a bit of a shock to the system, but actually crucial, crucial to who I am today and what my life looks like. I was able to take a long, reflective look at how I lived my life. And I, I believe me, I'm not saying there was anything bad about it. I loved it. I loved what I did. I loved the socializing. There was nothing wrong with it. But unless I had something that purposefully stopped me from doing what I did, I'm not sure how much longer I could have lasted. I'm not sure if my health would have deteriorated. I, I'm not sure what uh, the next few years would have looked like for me. And so the great pause came along and stopped me. And I remember sitting outside on the boat, feeling slightly unsure of how I was going to make it through the day, let alone a week or a month. But as the time progressed and I was forced into this new existence, I experienced a new awakening. And that might sound slightly excessive and new agey, but I really felt like I suddenly had to experience what it was like to sit with myself, to sit with the noise turned off, to think about my actions and my future and my life. And so for me, that moment was a huge turning point. It's almost like I'd been running my whole life on this treadmill and then somebody turned that treadmill off and I wasn't going anywhere and there was no choice. So I was able to relook at every aspect of my life and consider what were the priorities, what did I want to change or shift or put my time into? And other than it being an incredibly hard time for a lot of people, and I'm so grateful for the way the world dealt with this great pause, for myself personally, it gave me that time that I don't think I would have got otherwise. And I feel incredibly blessed for that. All right. So we really appreciate all of the sharing of wisdom and lessons and stories that you've done with us today. Um, we know it's not easy. And so, so we really appreciate it. And um, before we go, what's the best way for our listeners to connect with you, learn more, collaborate, etc.? It was wonderful being part of the show. I'm available on all platforms, Elizabeth Blake Thomas, and you can find me at Elizabeth underscore B underscore T. Or my website is motherandaughterent.com. And also my podcast, Filmmaking Without Fear. And my book of the same name is available on Amazon. But please do get in touch. I love connecting with everybody. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We sincerely appreciate your time. And we hope you'll subscribe. Tell others about the podcast. And if you haven't already, 
please leave us a review. It means the world to us. Alrighty, see y'all again soon.